Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that American Family Insurance wants to protect your dreams. So whether you're at home singing in the shower, every note, or prefer singing your heart out in the car like Drew, cruising, you can save up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto insurance with American Family Insurance. Get a quote or find an agent at amfam.com. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Ready for the interview, and if you get a cue live on a laptop, watch what I'm gonna do. Welcome to the show, let them know we got a point of view. Hey, yo, let's have a combo. Say what you feel, be real, that's the motto. Real talk, pronto, Dr. D, PhD, hit the intro. Hold up, wait, gotta be social. Network, global, home for the locals. Gotta be social. Network, global, home for the locals. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Darian Parker with Dr. D's Social Network Podcast. We're back again for another episode. You know, it's exciting that we're now at 421 episodes and a little over two years. Uh, Technically, this is episode 389, Opinion, Ignorance, and Knowledge, or Opinions, Ignorance, and Knowledge. And I don't always label all of the episodes or number them. Some of them, I just honestly just like to not number them, but total that have been produced between interviews, solo casts, um, docu-series, things of that nature, 421. Very proud of that as we keep chugging towards 500 uh, with an ultimate goal of 1,000. I want to at least get to 1,000. I feel like that's a huge number. Um, and for some reason in my mind, it feels significant for that, but Also, a really good update is according to uh, Podcast API, which looks at all the podcasts in the world, and there is over 2.7 million podcasts. This podcast here, Dr. D's Social Network, is in the top 2% most popular podcasts out of over 2.7 million podcasts. I find that to be incredible. Uh, I'm so grateful for all the people that listen and enjoy the podcast and get something out of it. Uh, it's it's a great victory, and uh, but I'm humbled by it. Uh, that means so many of you really enjoy the podcast and that it resonates with you. And I think one interesting thing that really let me know it's kind of going is my mother is actually listening to the podcast, and it's not like I really told her about it or my dad, uh, but she was talking to me about an episode that she listened to, and I find that um, really gratifying that without really pushing it to my parents, they're listening. So uh, we got listeners all over the world, all over the United States. Big shout out to Washington, Oregon, and California, who are our top listening states. And then beyond that, uh, Colorado is another big one in Michigan. Thank you guys for listening, for anybody who listens. So, But today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about opinions, ignorance, and knowledge. You know, um, great philosopher Plato once said that uh, opinions are the medium between knowledge and ignorance. Uh, Or what was said in a TV show I recently watched, honestly, I can't remember where it was, but that opinions are the wilderness between knowledge and ignorance. So to ask yourself, where are you on this in a lot of different subjects? You know, we're in a time in our reality where there is a lot of divisiveness. I'm sure you're tired of that word, but you know there is a, quite a bit of divisiveness. There's a lot of goodness too. We need to report on that. 
But within that, there's just a lot of opinion. Uh, and there's also a lot of knowledge uh, by some very smart and intelligent people. But there's also a tremendous amount of ignorance. Uh, and so I think it's important to understand that uh, we're living in a time where all these things, all these three things are very relevant. But have we, are we in a time where our opinions are either leading us towards some level of more ignorance or some level of more knowledge? And you would think by having an opinion that you'd be moving away from ignorance and more towards knowledge. What happens when you spend the majority of your time in an opinion? but you believe that that opinion is actually knowledge. So there's a big struggle with that. I tend to think, and, I, and again, this is just my personal observation. I wanna be clear that uh, when I put out information that I want it to be valid information, reproducible information, things that make sense uh, and quote and cite things that are reputable and also tell you when something's my opinion, uh, anecdotal or Maybe I'm saying if just if it's ignorance, I may not know it, but uh, hopefully I'm not ignorant in a lot of things. But I want to be open about what I'm sharing. So this is just my opinion, is that I believe that um, a large aspect of what's happening is a lot of ignorance, and but it's being formed as an opinion. So for example, wherever you lay on any issue, whether it's related to um, the effectiveness of, let's say, vaccination, effectiveness of big government, small government, effectiveness of the school system, uh, effectiveness of exercise, you name it, whatever it may be for that. Unions, just name something. Um, a lot of it is ignorance is what is spouted for people. Again, my own personal opinion um, is that most people are uninformed about the actual thing, but it's passed off as opinion for that. But the other thing, is there both opinion and ignorance at the same time, which I think can be an interesting thing. Often the, an opinion can be very ignorant, but it also can be passed off as knowledgeable. And that I think is where we're getting lost on some, some, some level of this whole thing for that. So. Let's operationally define these things for that. So something where ignorance is involved is you may have an, you may be thinking about something. Maybe you're posting about something that you think is funny, uh, is interesting, but you're ignorant to the actual um, hurt or defamation that it causes to be. We see this a lot in monoculture societies where people are not used to seeing other people who um, are different than them or aesthetically look different than them or they have different uh, skin color. And often monoculture societies, obviously not all people, but the lack of exposure to people that look different than you may create a lot of ignorance when it comes to issues related to ethnicity and race. Now, I don't necessarily fault people for that. I think, again, it's just ignorance or lack of, not, lack of knowing because of the environment you grew up in. You just don't have the exposure. Now, forming an opinion is really believing that something that's happening is, is what you believe in. Right? But what you believe in may not be the actual knowledge or factual information. 
may just be what you believe in. We really have no um, information that supports credible, reproducible information that supports your opinion. You just have an opinion. I may have an opinion about what I think about what's going on in Ukraine and Russia, uh, but on all honest the truth, I don't have a lot of knowledgeable, sourceable information about it. So I may just have just an opinion about it. Knowledge, actual knowledge, comes from the having reputable, citable, valid, reproducible information. It's factual. We know it to be true. It's in the sense that we, there is a tangible aspect uh, to this aspect of it. So it's, it's a slippery slope in many ways because many of us operate on opinions pretty regularly, but many of us also operate on a tremendous amount of ignorance. I mean, there's a lot of topics that I am fairly ignorant to because I just maybe have not been exposed to those things. I mean, I am fairly ignorant to the lifestyle and the maybe jargon of Upers in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. I've never been there. I don't know anybody that's from there. I may have seen a few documentaries about it, but I, I'm fairly ignorant about the lifestyle there. Um, I may have an opinion about what I think happens up there and the environment and the people there, but I've never been there. I don't have any firsthand knowledge. I don't have any information really that gives me a solid understanding of it for that. And I think that's, that's a place that so many of us are in and um, our nation and, and, and quite, quite frankly, the world really is we're operating on a lot of opinion and ignorance. And in that wilderness of opinion, it's a slippery slope because that opinion may be a very ignorant-based opinion. Hopefully, your opinion is moving more towards knowledge with that. But I think one important aspect to understand about knowledge is knowledge in many ways can be very concrete and that this, it, it is what it is currently. This is essentially the knowledge we have at the time. And most knowledge or most science in this case, in, in many cases, is only as good as the time that we're in. Many, many hundreds of years ago in different times in our um, humanity, you know, we thought that different things about the stars and the planets, the solar systems. Think about Galileo's time, where we thought the earth was in relation to the sun, all these things, our solar system. We had knowledge, hardcore facts, but those facts changed over time. So the science and knowledge is only as good as the time that you're in and the information you have at hand. And that's often why when you're making decisions, it's really important to get not as much knowledge and information, credible knowledge and information to make a good decision. If you make a decision, a life-altering decision, big decisions based off of opinion and ignorance, it will often be the wrong decision and it will have pretty hard consequences to it. Now, if you make a decision based off of very good knowledge and sources and information, you're going to make the best decision you can make with the best knowledge and information that you have. It may still not end up well for you, but you can at least understand that You've made the best decision possible with the best knowledge and information possible versus making a, a decision based off of pure opinion and ignorance for that. So where are you on this scale? Think of it almost as a Likert scale in some way. 
where are you? What where are you bouncing back and forth towards? Are you into knowledge and making sure that when you present things, you have good information, solid information, valid, reproducible information? Do you operate on opinion mostly? Or do you slide towards ignorance just because you don't have the exposure for that? It's a good question to ask yourself. I ask myself this question regularly. My goal in this is not to put down any person or place. Uh, for me, it's just to have an open conversation about opinions, ignorance, and knowledge. And if we have more conversations about this, then I think we'll be in a better spot to have appropriate dialogue with each other with that. So one other thing I think is important in the knowledge category is beware of people providing you knowledge that sounds like knowledge, but actually isn't. You know, the smartest people I know deduce information. They don't create simplicity and then create complex aspects to that simplicity. Deducing is a form of intelligence, taking a complex issue, simplifying it, or distilling it down to the most simple explanation. People who are using tremendous amounts of jargon and um, intelligent-sounding vocabulary in order to prop up knowledge often are not very intelligent at all. It is a cover for intelligence and a cover for knowledge. So this is something that is rampant on things like YouTube, where people, you may listen to something, let's say about, uh, let's say a top, a very controversial topic uh, about flat earth, right? And you may go onto YouTube and hear and listen to someone describe how they believe the earth is flat and provide you what sounds like really concrete knowledge, but often all it is is just a, a, a spin on knowledge. Um, we know with extreme amounts of uh, concrete, reproducible, citable, even observational knowledge that the earth is not flat. There is no ice wall. However, what may be presented to you is something that sounds like that there is because of the words and information that are put there. But what's often, but behind that is a need and desire to sound knowledgeable, to sound reputable, to create a community for that. So be very careful. This is the, this is the wilderness of cults, is creating a sense of need and desire to be a part of something and then creating knowledge, a knowledge vacuum. What you perceive as a knowledge vacuum, no other opinions or information or just information is not flowing inside and outside of those places, the knowledge is in a vacuum inside one place. So all you know is that. So then you're producing fake knowledge, uh, irrational opinions, and ignorance to other things that are going on there. So be aware of opinion and ignorance being posed as knowledge through jargon that sounds intelligent for that. Okay, I could get on here and I could tell you about all of the things related to why a muscular contraction happens and neurotransmitters, right? Sarcoplasmic reticulum, Z lines, all these things. Okay, make myself sound knowledgeable. I am knowledgeable about that. But also, that is also not super relatable to most people. They don't want to hear about that. How do we distill that down to why muscular contraction happens? 
instead of saying all those things, we could say, hey, there's an electrical signal goes from your brain to, um, you know, to the contraction that's happening. And then that signal is lost, no more contraction. It starts over and over again, the whole thing for that. I distilled that down. I could make it much more uh, elegant and full of a lot of very large words for that. doesn't mean I'm intelligent. You could look that up yourself and explain it that way. It doesn't mean you know the inner workings of that, how that works when you're working with someone, um, how the nuanced nature of that, all those things. So beware of knowledge that is um, presented um, and that is basically beware of opinion and ignorance that is presented as knowledge for that. Okay. So I gave you a few examples of that. So be careful about it, whether you're treading on opinion, whether you're in a sense ignorant because of lack of exposure, uh, but be careful also in how you present your knowledge. Really important. One thing I'm very um, happy about and surprised and gives me a lot of hope with the knowledge area is that, you know, I wrote an article, uh, last year, uh, compassionate, compassionate coaching. And in that the editors required me to have screenshots of all of the references, the, the literature that I was providing sources that I cited for that so that they knew it came from reputable sources and things of that nature. So I like writing for pieces that there's actual reputable, reproducible information, citable information. I don't have a problem writing editorial-based pieces and things too, more uh, my opinion-based things. However, it should be stated that it's just an opinion and not passed off as fact, that I am in that wilderness of opinion when I'm writing that way, and that I am in the, the fortress of knowledge and the definitions of knowledge when I'm writing that way. And hopefully, if I'm ignorant to something that someone will tell me, or I get myself out in the situations where someone will tell me if I'm being ignorant to a particular situation, because I don't want to be ignorant. I want to be open to different ideas, things of that nature. Additionally, the last thing, and I think we're seeing this with a lot of podcast hosts who provide a lot of information and are very prolific in providing information about controversial things, is it's one thing to be open-minded about things. And I'm all for open-mindedness, right? Because your opinions, your knowledge, all those things will change as you get more information. As I said, knowledge is only as good as the time that we're in. But you have to be careful for if you're, the basis of your existence is based off of being fluid in your knowledge constantly or your opinions constantly. Because what could happen is that you don't really have anything you stand on at that point. You could be easily swayed into a someone else's idea of what is true regularly just because you talk to a lot of people who have different opinions. It's good to take in and ingest other people's ideas, opinions, the knowledge that people bring. But then you actually have to decipher all of that information coming your way and make sure that it makes sense and is in alignment with your values with knowledge that is reproducible, uh, knowledge that is uh, valid, and also understand that some of your knowledge or, or your beliefs or your opinions may not be based off of anything that you can have proof for, but that you have faith in that. But again, all these things are operationally defined, and we need to start doing that. We need to have a disclaimer, I'm coming on to talk about my opinion. I don't have reproducible 
I don't have valid replicated based knowledge. This is my opinion. Or I'm coming on to talk about knowledge that based off of this information that is citable, reproducible, is valid for that. Or I'm coming on to see if I have, if I'm ignorant about a certain topic and I want people to provide me some information related to that. We need to set the expectations for whether we are talking about something to which we have a lot of knowledge, to which is just our opinion, or to be educated because we have ignorance for that. So hopefully, uh, we are looking at it, we're moving more towards this type of uh, society. You know, we're in a difficult time because we're talking about things like speech, and the reality of it is we have to protect speech, even if it's speech that we don't necessarily like. But we also need to protect um, the consequences of things. There should be consequences for things that are harmful, purposefully harmful, um, the intent to hurt, harm people. But the speech of things, we need to be careful about how we tread on that. As your speech, you want protected, just like someone else's speech, they want protected. And you may not agree with their speech. You may not agree with my speech. But it's important that we define our speech, if it's an opinion, if it's knowledge-based, or if our speech is based off of ignorance for that. And to have, and to be careful and to have accountability for that speech, in a sense, if it is deemed to intent to hurt people, be harmful, cause harm to people. And all of this is based off of operationalizing def and defining things. Think about in your life when you haven't defined where you're at in your relationship, right? Think about that. You don't know whether you're in a committed relationship or if it's more casual, right? You don't know whether you are going to school for a certain reason or not, whatever it may be. How can you move forward if you don't understand the definition of the thing that you're actually doing for that? So we need to do better at providing parameters for the things that we're doing. And I think if we do that, we'll have much more understanding of that. And lastly is whatever it is, whether you are ignorant to a topic, you're providing opinion, or you have knowledge, be kind in that. One of the worst ways to have communication is to have aggressive communication harmful, nasty communication does not create peaceful communication. Be kind to other people. Love other people. Truly mean that. When you love other people and you serve other people, even when they disagree with you or the things they're saying you know are not correct, the way to get to them is to not to be mean to them and to yell at them. The way to get to other people is to be kind to them. Listen. Do not judge them provide a point of view that you may have in a way that is effective, operationally defined, and not angry with other people. If you can do that, you'll rarely have issues with other people. You will. You will not have issues with many people if you present in that way. But some of you guys out there, you may say, man, I always have beef with people. I always have things going on. Have you ever looked at yourself and how you present yourself in your arguments? Is, are you always presenting opinion? Are you ignorant to topics? Is your knowledge not tightened up? And are you angry and overbearing and confrontational and all these things? If you check the box of most of those things, you're going to have a lot of problems with other people. But I'm telling you, if you provide your opinion or you're ignorant 
and you have, or you have knowledge and you define those things where you're at with those things and you're kind and you're caring about it, you'll probably rarely have issues with other people. You probably, that is my opinion, more than likely. That is my opinion. However, um, I think it's a good way to start understanding that. So thank you guys for your time. I really appreciate it. It's a great opportunity today to chat about it. I wish you the best. I wish you love and goodness and kindness. I hope that you're serving other people, caring for them. You're refreshing others. And when you refresh others, you refresh yourself. Thank you, everyone. Appreciate your time. Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that American Family Insurance wants to protect your dreams. So whether you're at home singing in the shower, every note, or prefer singing your heart out in the car like Drew, cruising, you can save up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto insurance with American Family Insurance. Get a quote or find an agent at amfam.com. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey, Nissan, how do you get to the top? Calculating. Proceed to 1959. Take a hard left in East Africa at the 71 Safari Rally. Veer right for 19 off-road championships in the Baja Desert. Proceed towards Moab. Take the trail to Hell's Revenge. Include steep incline. Continue for the next million miles. Um, where to first again? 60 years, millions of miles, and the capability to take you anywhere. This is the new Nissan. 